dead. You were dead in your trespasses and sin. The problem that we people have is not so much that we were bad when we should have been good, nor is it simply that we were sinners when we should have been saints. We were dead, and we didn't even know it. This is the spiritual state of humanity. We are born dead, doomed to do what spiritually dead people do. And what do spiritually dead people do? Well, they walk. The dead walk according to the course of this world, as though this world were eternal, as if the only thing was this world, its pleasures, its sorrows, its entertainments, and its logics. A logic that conforms to a fallen cosmos and lives for itself. The dead walk according to the spirit of the power of the air. The spirit that teaches and tempts us to to prefer the ephemeral over the eternal. To focus on the grass that withers and the flowers that fall and to ignore God's word, which remains forever. The word that brings life and salvation, even to the dead. The dead walk in disobedience, like the Israelites in our first scripture reading, who spoke out against God's salvation. Did you notice that? Why did you bring us out of Egypt? Let's think on that one a moment. What was their state in Egypt? They were slaves. And they cried out to God for salvation. Why did you rescue us from slavery? Why do you feed us this manna, this bread from heaven? Why do you give us quail every day? We're weary of your food. They wanted God's salvation, but they wanted it on their terms. So God sent serpents to strike them with a fiery bite a bite that would reveal them for who they were, dead in their trespasses and sins. That is who you were. And please hear the past tense of that verb. It is who you were. You see, we need to know this about ourselves. We need to understand the death and the wrath that flow from following the flesh. As though the greatest good is determined by the desires of our bodies and our minds. You need to know who you were in order to take hold of the miracle of who you are. And make no mistake, you are a miracle. You are alive, raised in Christ, recipients of God's rich mercy. You were among the dead in trespasses and sins, but now God has placed a sign before your eyes. 
He has spoken a word of promise in your ears. Like Israel of old, surrounded by serpents and the dead, God placed a body on a pole. Back then, it was a serpent made of bronze. And he promised that all who looked upon it would live. And it's not magic. But it was God's promise that placed power in the glance of faith. And faith received God's healing and life. And so now Jesus said, As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. And as we work our way through the season of Lent, as we work our way to Good Friday, we remember that Jesus was lifted up. And we remember his crucified body. And we see God's wrath and God's mercy all wrapped together in one moment. The wrath that belonged to the children of disobedience, the wrath that that made us dead in trespasses and sins, finds its fulfillment in the Lord's merciful placement of himself upon the cross. Because of the great love with which God has loved us, a love that moved him to, to give his only begotten son that whoever believes in him, whoever looks upon him with faith, should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into this world to condemn the world, but he sent him that the world might be saved through him. And that's who, that's who you are. And this is a far cry from who you were. You are made alive in Christ. By grace, you are saved. You are seated in Christ's glory, and you are evidence of the immeasurable richness of God's grace and kindness in Christ Jesus. It's so important to know who you were. Because just like Israel, you will be tempted to, to return, to return to the slavery, to sin. Your hearts will grumble against God's goodness and his gifts. And you will, from time to time, despise God's blessings, wishing that they had been given to you on your terms. But when you see God's salvation in contrast to that, in contrast to who you were, you will see what a miracle you are. For by grace you have been saved through faith. This was not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not the result of our works, so that no one may boast. Indeed, if we boast about anything, it's that we have looked upon Jesus and entrusted his promise to save us from our sins. And now you are God's workmanship. He created us 
And now in Christ, he has recreated us. You are a new creation. We are God's creatures, created and now recreated for the good works he has prepared for us. And the first and foremost of those good works is to look upon the Son and believe in him. Trust that through, that even though you were dead in trespasses and sins, you are now alive. Believe that once you were enthralled by the things and the powers of this fallen world, but now the kingdom of God has come to you. Have faith that you are loved with the most amazing love, the eternal love of the eternal God. And then walk in his love. Live in his grace. And as he leads you in his ways to, to, to love him, you will learn to love your neighbor as yourself. And if your neighbor is dead in trespasses and sins, you are now a picture of God's kindness, mercy, and forgiveness. Your life is an example of God's law and gospel at work in a real person. And you get to share the message of your redemption and your recreation your new life. As you point people to Jesus, as you point them to the cross so that they might look, so that they might hear God's promises and believe. And by believing, become alive in Christ. And it all begins with the fact that you were dead. But now, Now you are alive in Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen.